Buckeyes are going to roll. I love the over. I think points are going to be scored. Last week, I went six of eight units, made a boatload of money. Clemson's going to put up 55 points by themselves. He's not the coach to get fenced there over the hump. He's going to throw some major money on this bet. I'm taking the over. Looking at where the models and the lines are running at least two scores different. And then my staked in the boom lock of the week. This is the two-unit play. If you're going to bet with me, it's got to be good. Mickey, Scotty, you ready to go make our listeners some money? Good evening, listeners, and welcome to Sports Bets Fun. Thank you for joining us for a special Tuesday night edition of the show. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Sports Bets Fun and find more content at sportsbetsfun.com. I'm Maddie Money. Joining me tonight is Nikki San Reno. Uh, Scotty Be Good is off, but he will be back with us in our usual Friday night show. Uh, today, there was some big news out of Michigan. Uh, they pulled out of the game versus Ohio State due to COVID issues. Buckeyes are currently without an opponent this week. We're going to dive headfirst into that. That's our main topic of the show tonight. But Mickey, before we get into that, I just want to draw some attention to Scotty B. Good's amazing run on college basketball picks the past few weeks. I nailed him tonight uh, going 3-0. and We had Tennessee. We had Iowa. We had Belmont. Uh, all winners. So I love that. And I think he's something like 9-1 and overall in college basketball so far this season. Just absolutely ridiculous. So when we have him on the show, we're definitely going to have to – uh, on Friday, talk a little bit more about that and get some more picks. So, yeah, he's absolutely on fire. I tailed those picks today too. Three and zero in college basketball. I have a fourth pick. It's Cowboys getting eight and a half against the Ravens. That's not looking so good. So shaping up to be a three and one day. Uh, speaking about the speaking about the NFL, Scotty also had a hot weekend in the league, going three and zero. And shout out to Johnny Dogs, our newest sports bets fund contributor. He cannonballed into the pool with a two-team NFL teaser. Green Bay, Las Vegas, it hit. What a way for him to start. Uh, shifting gears, biggest well, college football news of the day. Oh, we're not shifting gears. We're well, I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to say, what a way to what a way to jump in with a hail mary victory there in that Raiders game. I mean, that's uh, had to be sweating bullets there watching that one come down the wire. So, oh, dogs and I were watching that game together. It was uh, it was ups and downs all around, but a great great way to celebrate the win and be able to cash that ticket. Never a bad thing. All right, so now our biggest news of the day. Maddie, you touched on it. We have Ohio State-Michigan, the game. It's canceled. Michigan unable to play at Ohio State on Saturday due to COVID concerns. Right now, it leaves Ohio State in a very interesting predicament. They played five games, a lot of uncertainty ahead. Does the Big Ten change its rules, allow Ohio State to play five conference games, but also participate in the championship game? Will they add a Big Ten game this week? Or will they augment the rules even further, add an outside-the-conference game? I believe Cincinnati and even spicier, Texas A&M, both have availabilities this week if they can make something happen. But uh, first, Matty, yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think this is a predicament that, you know, was probably a lot higher of a percentage chance of happening than I think anyone wanted to admit, you know, the last week or two, uh, Kirk Kerbstreet you know, on ESPN, when he sort of, uh, warned that Michigan might be looking to pull out intentionally, uh, probably saw this coming, you know, whether it was intentional or not. I mean, that's, you know, let others decide that, but 
the issues are there. And what I'm hoping is the Big Ten is able to figure something out with the Buckeyes play and the Buckeyes play in the Big Ten championship game. You know, I look at this and we're talking about, well, the rules were set and this and that. Well, they also decided not to play a season and then they turned around and decided to play a season. And I think when you look at the Big Ten East, you know, the Buckeyes have beaten everyone in that uh, division. I believe Maryland's the one team that they, they have not played and that game was canceled. And there was some buzz about maybe shuffling some things around where Ohio State would play Maryland this weekend. Uh, but that would take a couple other games getting moved around. And, you know, I just hope they find a way to get it. It looks like there's a few options on the table um, where they could potentially move around. But I think, you know, they need to get it figured out, you know, quickly uh, to get a game either Saturday or potentially, I guess they could always, you know, shuffle a game back to Sunday. So, but I think you need Ohio State in that Big Ten championship. They deserve it. They're the best team by far in that conference. Yeah, absolutely agree. I thought, you know, we talked about this earlier today. Purdue had shut down team activities because of COVID, so it made a natural uh, game potentially against Indiana. Would have been a rematch. I don't think it would have been that exciting of a game compared to last time, but it would have given Ohio State a game, would have given them a sixth game. They would have been able to go in, but now Indiana is shut down because of COVID. Yeah, and and Mickey, you know, when we were were talking about that, obviously – there's, there's other options that are more spicier, as you like to say. But if you think with, with the Indiana, if Purdue was going to be shut down, that would just be a natural, okay, these two teams were going to play, but now they don't have opponents. Put them against each other. And I also think because, you know, they're the two teams that, the, you know, the debate would be between who's going to go, go to Indianapolis for that championship game. You know, it's sort of a de facto semifinal contest. But as you pointed out, with, with Penix out for the season – I'm not sure that would really be that much of a game. Um, and, and what I do think is interesting, we really haven't heard a whole lot from Indiana about whether Ohio State um, or, or the Big Ten should adjust the rules or anything like that. So, uh, And like you said, um, they, they shut down activities today too. Well, let's not forget Ohio State already played and beat Indiana. I think if they played again, Michael Penix is out. I also – don't believe that Ohio State would overlook Indiana this time. I'm not saying it happened last time, but we saw an uncharacteristically sloppy Justin Fields. We saw a team build a 35-7 to lead, um, only to have Indiana fight back uh, to only lose that game by seven. If they were to match up again along down the road, Ohio State is going to have their full attention on that game, and I don't believe that it would be the same outcome that we saw before. And you could say Indiana played a good second half. Well, if they played a 60-minute contest, they would beat Ohio State. Well, the flip side is Ohio State plays a complete 60-minute contest based on the first half. They're going to win that game 56-14. to 14. So it could go either way. It would be a game for Ohio State to be another data point. I don't think a game would tell us anything that we don't already know other than to potentially quiet the crowd that says they need to play games to qualify. So, Mickey, you know, there's you know, finding a Big Ten opponent opponent uh if, if one of these other games gets canceled and there's an opponent out there and, and matching those teams up that's probably the easiest and likeliest move that happens for the big 10 but when you're looking at the landscape uh and other teams around the country or in the region not, not necessarily in the big 10 who uh have had games canceled or have an open week uh what are some of the uh sort of possibilities that you would like to see out there ohio state matched up against well, Cincinnati, they were supposed to play Tulsa this week. Tulsa having COVID issues themselves. I believe Cincinnati is available. Uh, Ohio State-Cincinnati would be a top 10 matchup. It would be an undefeated Cincinnati team that's ranked 
number eight currently, not only would it be a game to fulfill the imaginary quota, it would be a, a much bigger matchup rankings-wise than, than maybe some, some bottom-beating Big Ten teams. Uh, and then, of course, the game that I was pushing earlier on Twitter and others uh, have brought this up as well is it would be absolutely amazing to see Ohio State and Texas A&M figure this out. Pull a Coastal Carolina, BYU, last minute, get a game on the calendar, ideally in Columbus because Ohio State's a higher-ranked team. But uh, if they can find another field, that would be great too. A de facto uh, quarterfinal, I guess we would call it, between Ohio State and Texas A&M, that would, there would be no more questions about does Ohio State or Texas A&M deserve it over the other one if they played head-to-head. Yeah, and that that is the dream matchup, I think. And uh, unfortunately, if you can't make that happen when you have you know the whole season to get figured out, I just don't see it coming together in in twenty four hours or forty eight hours. You need two conferences. The Big Ten is already shown to be very reluctant. I don't see how the Big Ten allows that after uh, Nebraska had went out of the way to schedule a game when they had an open weekend, and the Big Ten shut that down pretty quickly. So. I, my gut tells me there would probably be legal issues within the conference and just and things like that where that game's just not going to happen. But uh, agree with you and and a bunch of other people on Twitter that would be a phenomenal matchup. And we we want to have more more games like that in college football. It's a shame it's not going to happen. Well, the difference between Ohio State and Nebraska is Ohio State is the flagship program of the Big Ten. They're one of the big boys in college football. Well, Nebraska fans would throw a hissy fit and the school would probably do so as well. I don't think anyone with a mind would would have any trouble understanding that the Big Ten going out of its way to change the rules to benefit Ohio State and therefore benefit the rest of the league with Ohio State getting into the playoffs uh, would be looked at in, in the negative light. Well, uh, compared to Nebraska playing uh, playing a uh, mid-major program in week two after, after an early game with theirs was... Well, and, and Mickey, you may know more about this than me, but the, if, if the Big Ten gets a team into the playoffs, there's more TV revenue that comes back to the conference. Is that am I, am I mistaken in that? Uh, that's my understanding. Yeah, and, and and we know the Big Ten they split they split their revenue I think evenly across all schools. So it does at some point there is a pretty significant financial benefit to the Big Ten as a conference taking their flagship team that is is poised to make the playoffs. Uh, to find a path to, to get them uh, in, whether that's participating in the Big Ten Conference Championship game, rescheduling uh, games this weekend uh, to allow for the Buckeyes to to fulfill sort of that threshold of six games and, and getting into the Conference Championship. Because we really don't know how the committee, the, the committee the, the last couple of weeks, and, and including tonight, has had the Buckeyes at number four. Texas A&M right behind them at number five. So the Buckeyes are in, but we don't, what we don't know is how the committee is going to react or respond. If the Buckeyes, you know, don't play another game and, or don't play in the big 10 championship and aren't, aren't a conference champion. You know, maybe they play a, a Wisconsin in one of these plus one games and, and still get an extra game, but it loses that marquee value of, Hey, we won, we won our conference. We're a conference champion. So, um, when you look at the college football playoff and the impact that this has on that and the committee, what, uh, what do you see? Well, we've seen the committee in the final rankings 
give uh, a synopsis of the complete body of work for every team and ranking them accordingly. We've seen it before as an Ohio State fan in the first CFP ranking, final rankings, we saw Ohio State leapfrog Baylor and Texas Christian to jump into that last playoff spot. Excuse me. <coughs> jump into that last playoff spot. And uh, they weren't in that position up until the season was complete. So right now the committee's saying all the right things about where they have Ohio State, Texas A&M, and Florida ranked. But at the end of the season, if Ohio State was to play six games, uh, not have the Big Ten championship on that, they play in the shadow championship against Wisconsin, uh, and Texas A&M were to go 9-1, and one, well, you and I both believe that Ohio State would still deserve and get into the playoffs. There's a lot of other opinions and voices that would suggest that they don't deserve to get into the playoffs. Our boy Scotty Betts might be one of those. But in the committee, the room with the committee, it goes to be seeing a team that plays 10 games versus a team that plays six. How is that weighted? And I'm not just talking about A&M. Maybe there's another team in that discussion as well. But at some point, yes, Ohio State may be one of the most three most talented teams in the in football, college football, but you you still have to produce results in the field and have to have a complete body of work. And the committee may not look at six games as a a complete body of work. So it would really behoove Ohio State, the Big Ten, and any other parties that would have to be a part of this discussion to find a game this weekend, whether it's a Big Ten game, moving it around. Why not take uh, Minnesota and Nebraska, just throwing out one random game, tell Nebraska and Minnesota they're going to play in two weeks, have Minnesota play Ohio State this weekend or Maryland or, or anyone else. I mean, what's to say a team can't play a game uh, the weekend of the, uh, the well, I guess that would be Christmas weekend. But what's to say they can't play Christmas football? <laughs> 2020, it's a weird well, year. But, you know, what's to say a team can't do that? Yeah, and, and Nikki, yeah, I agree with you that it, 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 there's definitely a benefit to getting that extra game in. But I come back to this, and you mentioned Scotty's scotty's you know top four playoffs i want to hear what what those are because i haven't heard them yet but before we get to that i look at this and the committees traditionally put the the four best teams in and i I come back to this i said this a couple weeks ago on the show if ohio state played four games and you had a clemson and notre dame playing eight nine games so the buckeyes played 50 percent of the games as the other top teams but the committee still has the buckeyes at number four What's the difference if they've played five games and the other teams have played nine games or they've played six games and the other teams have played nine or ten games? They're, they're still playing 50% or roughly 50% of those games as long as they keep winning and winning big like they have. I just – I think it would be tough logic. And then the other thing I come back to, I know a lot of people are all hyped up on Texas A&M, but we're talking about a team that lost to Alabama by 28 points. Does anyone out there objectively think that Ohio State would lose to Alabama by 28 points? No. That would be a very close ball game. Vegas would probably have that within three or four points one way or the other. And the Buckeyes would would dang well have a great opportunity to uh, beat Bama. So I think when you look at it that way, but then I also go back to Texas A&M and say they really only played one great game all year not one great win one great game and that was against florida and they benefited from florida having a lot of hype around kyle trask and the numbers he was putting up early in the season but AM they beat vanderbilt by five points they were less than impressive against mississippi state less than impressive against lsu very underwhelming against auburn so on one side of the coin i'm hearing people saying ohio state they got to play they got to win and they got to look the part but AM really has not looked the part at all 
other than sneaking out a win against Florida on one Saturday afternoon. So um, I hope the committee takes a look at all this when it comes down to it. But I, I do think at the end of the day, the Buckeyes will be in as long as they finish undefeated. Uh, whether they oh, win I, or- don't, I don't disagree with you. I, I think Ohio State is a better team than Texas. I think they're one of three teams in the country that should get, maybe get the benefit of the doubt in this situation. All that I'm – the point I'm making is there's a myriad of voices out there that have different opinions. Some Absolutely. I, I hear you. So, uh, so tell, tell me what – Scotty sent in his picks for who yeah, he Yeah, well, you know, and, we were a part of the roundtable earlier today. You must have uh, tuned Scotty out at this point as he was bragging about his basketball picks and his, uh, you know – hatred of all things north of the mason well I, well i but, i don't uh, tune scotty out when he makes his basketball picks i learned uh, that lesson sure. i'm not tuning him out i am tailing i'm tailing that dude when he's putting down money uh, on I'm college not, basketball i'm not talking about tuning out his picks i'm talking about tuning out uh tuning out his uh celebratory but i love scotty's great i love scotty i'm giving him a hard time he's not here to defend himself right <laughs> time but scotty's final four alabama clemson texas a&m coastal carolina Got to give Deshaun some love after that big win over BYU. They might be the best team in the country. Probably not. I think we just lost all credibility in saying that they're a top four team to our audience that's out there. But he's got a very unique uh, top four right now. Well, I didn't say they're a top four team. I said Scotty said they're a top four team. Yeah. So, well, that, that's an interesting take. And, and I love Scotty, man. And uh, he was questioning if Ohio State should be in on Friday night if they don't play enough games and this and that. So I think he's just poking the bear a little bit with this, you know, being an SEC guy and all. But uh, – and, and I love that he's giving the shots some love. I, you know, I like the shots. And frankly, I think they're probably maybe number seven, maybe BYU's number eight. And I'd have Texas A&M at number nine. And Cincinnati may be up there at uh, five or six, if, if, if I'm looking at it. So I guess, yeah, Cincy at five, the Shants at six, BYU at seven. So A&M would be number eight on my book. Um, so but who's, I, your, who's, I, your, who's your top four? Top four, I got Alabama number one. I got Ohio State number two. And I'm talking who's the best football team out there. I have Notre Dame at number three and Clemson at number four. Notre Dame because of the head-to-head win. But the reason I don't have Notre Dame number two is I don't think you can you, – you can't just ignore the fact that Trevor Lawrence, as well as a handful of defensive starters for Clemson, did not play in that football game. Clemson could have, should have won it in regulation. It took Notre Dame two overtimes to win it. So did they get the win? Yes. Do you have to play with the team that you got? Yes, absolutely. But if we're talking about ranking teams and looking at a full body of work, this is different than a playoff game. This is different than a championship game. This is – we're looking at a full body – Yes, they get the benefit of the head-to-head because they did play it on the field. But the full body, you have to acknowledge that Trevor Lawrence wasn't in that game and, and several defense key defensive players were also not in that game. So that's why I've got Notre Dame uh, number three instead of number two. And, I, and I, think, I think those four teams in some order, and I really don't care what the order is because I'm one of those people that it's you play the team in front of you. Uh, so I think at the end, I think when it's all said and done, those are going to be the four teams. I think Alabama is going to, Roll to the SEC championship. There's going to be Florida's not going to pull an upset, so there's going to be no shake up there. I think the Bucks will, uh, the the Big Ten will figure out a way to get the Bucks in the Big Ten title game, and they'll win that championship. And then I think Clemson is going to beat Notre Dame probably by a couple touchdowns. But when you stack up Notre Dame's resume against Texas A&M, uh, is probably what it would come down to, or Cincinnati. 
I just, I, I, I think Notre Dame having a win over who will be Clemson, who will be number two or three in the country. They have that win, and then their only losses to that same team. And as long as it's not by 28 points, I think Notre Dame's in a pretty good situation. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think Notre Dame loses that game. They're probably in. I actually think Notre Dame's going to win the game. Uh, right now, I have Alabama number one. I'm putting Notre Dame at number two. Ohio State, number three, I, I believe they're going to find an opponent this weekend, play that game. They're going to be able to play in the Big Ten Championship game, beat Northwestern in that game, be sitting at uh, 7-0. Uh, that gets them in in the third spot. And then because I've been early on this, I, I don't believe Texas A&M is the fourth best team in college football. But at 9-1, and one, I can see them in the queue or 8-1. and one. I don't know if they'll make up the game against Ole Miss. I see them sitting in the queue as the next best team. I will say one thing I'm keeping an eye on is the committee rewarding Iowa State, uh, moving them to number seven. If they were to beat Oklahoma again and win the Big 12, uh, is the committee potentially, we talked earlier about the committee, the final rankings, looking at the whole body, complete body work. Are they potentially setting up a, a Big 12 champion to, to slide into that fourth spot? Uh, above a mid-major program like Cincinnati or Coastal Carolina or above a team like Texas A&M or Florida even who's sort of sitting in that queue as we speak today. Well, and Iowa State did jump Cincinnati. Iowa State's at seven, Cincinnati's at eight in the in the CFB ranking. So that that was interesting to see. And I think if you're Cincinnati, that's got to be a little disheartening because uh, you didn't play a game um, and Iowa State who has two losses and you're undefeated uh, leapfrogs you. Yeah. I think that shows that there's a ceiling for, for really all the group of five teams. But if you're Cincinnati, really, you're playing to be the top-ranked group of five teams so you can make that New Year's Six Bowl. Oh, it's semantics. Uh, Iowa State wins and Cincinnati wins. They're probably going to be in New Year's Six games. I do think it's funny. One of Iowa State's losses this year is to Louisiana. Louisiana is a mid-major program. They're 8-1, 9-1, I believe, getting ready for a Sun Belt championship game against Coastal Carolina in a couple weeks. But... Uh, Putting a, a team that has a loss to a mid-major team ahead of the best mid-major team who's undefeated is, is kind of funny. But I, I don't think Cincinnati has a, a, a realistic shot at the playoffs unless a lot of teams lose or COVID breaks out before conference championship games or the apocalypse happens between now and then in certain parts of the country. But uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds. Um, keeping an eye out or stay tuned to sportsbetsfun.com this week. Our in our Twitter accounts at Maddie Money Bets, at Scotty Bats, and me at Mickey Sanrino. We're going to be covering uh, the news out of Columbus closely. Are they going to get another game? Uh, will our dream matchup with Ohio State and Texas A&M happen? What's next for Ohio State following the game uh, with Michigan cancellation that was announced today? So wait, wait a minute, Mickey. I want to come back to this. So Louisiana Lafayette, correct me if I'm wrong, their only loss was to Coastal Carolina. That's correct. By three points. Their only loss was Coastal Carolina, who is undefeated. And Louisiana Lafayette, you're, they beat Iowa State? Yes, first game of the season. Now, I understand, you know, the teams improve as they go. It's just, to me, this – you know You know what the score of that game was? 31 uh, to 14. It was like 35 to, okay, yeah, I knew it was a 30, 30 something to teens, but yeah, they, they controlled the game. I remember watching that. It was the first game so of the year. And how the heck, if we're talking head to head, why the heck is Louisiana Lafayette not above Iowa State and then therefore Coastal Carolina above them? This, the committee's got that one wrong. 
Well, that's why I think it's funny that they put Iowa State ahead of Cincinnati. Not to say that Cincinnati has a matchup with Louisiana or Coastal Carolina, but they sort of represent the flag bearer for mid-majors at the moment. And you have a team that you moved ahead of that Cincinnati team in Iowa State who has a loss to a, a good mid-major team. It's just, it's funny. Now, you could argue Iowa State's wins over Oklahoma and other Big 12 competition maybe uh, allows that loss in there. Well, I don't know that the shots, the shots just beat BYU who is ranked right there with Oklahoma. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to worked up about this. I, I had been paying too much attention to this. I'm going to have to uh, tweet something out at the committee about this, man. We need to, we need to use this platform get to get, uh, get the shots, get, get Louisiana a little more love, man. Cause that's, uh, that is just, they're just being wronged on that. Yeah, I know. It's uh it's an interesting, uh, unfolding uh interesting thing unfolding with the rankings again part of me thinks the committee is trying to potentially set up a big 12 champion i i have not looked at iowa state's resume compared to texas a&m's resume uh at first pass i would imagine texas a&m's is better but uh yeah my final four alabama notre dame ohio state and texas a&m is only there because of where they're at in the queue i don't think any other team is, is stepping up and and Clemson, I mean, Clemson plays Notre Dame tough and loses that game in the ACC championship. They very well could be the fourth team as well, even though I don't think they've done anything of note outside of uh, outside of that, except for some blowouts over some also rings. Excellent. Like Ohio State, they have the talent. I hear that. Well, Mickey, I think uh, we should wrap this up here shortly. Uh, you were teasing the show on Friday a little bit. Anything else you want to want to get in before we we, we take off well, for the night? We're going to break down the biggest games. We're going to have Scotty on to defend his final four, talk more basketball bets, talk NFL, probably throw in some NBA and NHL news and notes. Uh, for those out there listening, we got quite a few of you tonight, it looks like. Go to sportsbetsfun.com, be able to get our latest picks, especially Scotty's basketball picks, analysis, news, and just our overall unique perspective on what's going on in the world of sports. Check it out. Yeah, and thanks everyone for tuning in to this special uh, Tuesday night edition of Sports Bets Fun. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Sports Bets Fun. Check out our website, sportsbetsfun.com. And uh, for Mickey Sanrino, who's actually uh, in the studio tonight, Scotty Be Good is off, but we'll see him again on Friday. And we'll look forward to doing this all again on Friday night. Uh, have a great rest of your week if you got any action on the games. Good luck. We hope you make some money. Thanks, Gan, for tuning in to Sports Bets Fun. Yeah.